Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Chino Liao with another exclusive audio only episode. And for this week, we've got a good friend of the pod, three time guest Tengu joins us. And he's uh, all the way in the UK for obvious reasons. And we get to catch up about a lot of stuff. Uh, he gives us a status update on the uh, British wrestling scene, what, what's going down over there, especially in the aftermath of the Speaking Out movement. And we talk about Chris Panzer and his trip to London and what that was like. You'll find out what British food he was obsessed about. And we'll talk about more food with Chino not listening in. So uh, he'll get to listen to that part when this, uh, this edited version comes out. So all of that and more, that is on deck for you. Uh, in the meantime, though, we've got more content coming your way. Uh, of course, you've got your live streams happening on Wednesday nights. And next week on the podcast, we've got a guest from ESPN5. Carlo Pamintuan will be joining us to talk about his time covering WrestleMania 35. So all of that is in the, in the pipeline for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For now, though, enjoy our conversation with Tengu. We've got a three-time guest on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, but I think it's your first time with the current branding. So let's give him a proper welcome. You may remember him best from his thrilling bout with JDL at PWR Homefront. We've got Tengu calling in all the way from London. What's up, brother? Good morning. Hello, guys. Good morning to you, speak. my friend. <laughs> hey. Kumusta? Magandang umaga. Magandang gabi, right? Yeah, magandang gabi. Yeah, gabi, hapon. Doesn't matter. It's crossing over. I'm glad you've had your coffee. I'm glad your brain's already up and running. Because I know it's a bit of an ask to ask someone to record in the morning. You know, I've been on these jelly babies. So that's like not very not very good breakfast. But it's a source of energy to get you through. Breakfast of had, champions. I, 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 oh, I had to do a stream. I had to do a stream with somebody from your part of the world. Oh um, yeah. And and he scheduled it at eight p.m. your time. So I know how you feel. Oh gosh. Man, there was there was no. Um, he couldn't wake up in the morning. No. Yeah. No. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give that no, to you guys. You see. Yeah. I'll wake up anytime for you guys. Yeah, oh, thank, you. thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. How have you been uh, since the whole pandemic and the lockdowns happened over, you know, basically everywhere? Well, um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I mean, uh, I've been as much as how everyone else has been, <laughs> I guess, during, you know, during this period, just, just kind of waiting, really. You know, I kind of feel like I've just been coasting. You know, when, like, stuff like wrestling and, you know, it's all gone. You're kind of like, you feel a bit lost. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been okay. Could be better. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, you just don't know what, what, what you feel really. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really give you a clear answer. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it's like a perpetual state of limbo, right? Like we're all yeah. running in place. We're all in limbo at this point. And uh, we were talking about this before we hit record. None of us are unemployed at this point, which is as much as we can hope for and yeah. ask for, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, of course, it was one of the, obviously it's the thing that you always worry. It's like, oh man. So once, uh, uh, what you call it? Once they started lifting, like this, the lockdowns and stuff, and we had to go back to work. It's it's the uncertainty because 
there's lots of changes now and you're like oh, okay people will get let go and you know put into redundancy and stuff so yeah 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 how bad is it over there are you guys allowed to go out have they lifted any of the restrictions oh my gosh if, uh, if only you knew <laughs> it's a you know what right now it's just a bit i don't know it's it's just a bit confusing we recently just had a our prime minister talk about like we do we have these we have these tears do you have tears no yeah tears yeah, yeah. Uh, tears. Yeah, yeah. Tears. yeah uh tears. no not really levels well, levels, of levels, levels yeah. yeah yeah a little yeah. but not not quite followed yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as detailed <laughs> yeah, as yeah exactly yeah, yeah we, we we have this rule now i mean like i try i try not keep my head too much into it because like it just depresses me right but like yeah we're allowed to we're allowed to go out we're allowed to go into bars but you're only allowed to to travel or meet people in groups of six. Okay. Yeah. But then, yeah, we have schools running and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit weird. And actually they encourage like neighbors to like, if you see, if you see your neighbors having parties or inviting people or like of more than six, you can call the police and stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, like, okay. oh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Snitch on your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a bounty. You know? they, they should, they should, they put like a hundred pounds for any, everyone. Wow. 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 No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That, that's, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I thought yeah, it, no. it was. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, we're, we're all a bit, we're, we're getting higher each, each week, every week. just like, yeah, we're, we're on, I think, I don't know. I think we're on tier three, I think. But yeah. is, that, is that bad? Tier three? Uh, you know what? I, I, I think so. I think tier five. <laughs> so we're kind of, we're just kind of on the, the middle bit now. All okay. right. Like for anyone flying out, the only places that we can go is Cyprus. No one else would accept us. <laughs> Cyprus Same. and Turkey. So I'm looking right now at the top 20. At least the oh, UK there isn't there. But the Philippines okay, is. Right. Pinoy pride, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey. My oh, gosh. How is it out there? Like... I mean, like, I, just based on like my feed and you guys like talking about Whoa. like how. I mean, people can go out, people can, but you just have to wear a mask and a face yeah. shield. It's hard yeah. to travel still, uh, just because public transportation isn't you know hundred percent yet. And uh, yeah. people they just been going out. yeah they recently opened up airports, but not by a lot. People who have been stuck in the country the past few months are finally getting back out or getting home to where they're from and the people who want to come home are finally mm. starting to um, inch their way back and uh, they have a curfew they have a hard curfew of about 9pm uh, no it's midnight now it's midnight, midnight now oh, yeah. so, sorry midnight oh, wow. now all over uh, Metro Manila so wow. the curfew really isn't enforced I'm yeah, out not. past midnight <laughs> yeah, yeah. times nobody really sees you it's like it's just it's like a yeah. perpetual ghost town all throughout so it's yeah so dude Depressing. If you remember the places in Makati where yeah, we would yeah, hang yeah. out after the shows, yeah, like, back in stuff. the day before the pandemic, <laughs> that, dude, that place is a literal ghost town now. Yeah, so it's oh, really? empty, empty. All like the traffic is non-existent. Like you, oh, it's no. a totally different city now. Because but isn't that isn't that isn't that good? No traffic. No, uh, no, no. So, so there is still traffic. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Oh, like, I'll do it. Eliminate traffic. Imagine that. No, no. No, no, no more first, six hours sitting in traffic. <laughs> first thing, yeah, first. Uh, I mean, there's traffic, traffic in the morning, like when you go to work. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's still around. But like, I'm talking about like the weekend traffic. It's not there. Anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I can't imagine because like, obviously you guys have to wear face masks and like, it's right. so bloody hot in there. Yeah. Over there. Huh? And like the humidity. I'm like, wow, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not I, fun. It's not good. Yeah. And some some places you even need a face shield. Like yeah. You go to the supermarket, so it's twice the way. <laughs> twice, twice the steam as well, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. twice the steam. Tons of fun, man. Tons of fun in Manila. But uh, have you been able to work since uh, everything shut down? I mean, I know that the British wrestling scene has kind of picked back up again. So have you gone back yeah. in the ring? I have recently, just through meeting my coach. It was a it was a long a long and awaited. Uh, reunion because actually we did a we did a film together like i, I was his i was one of his uh, dops wow. so it was good to see him and catch up because uh he he's you know he's he currently like works and he's made a few movies well, not made a few movies he made he made one movie i don't know if you heard of it the, i think we, i spoke about it before right london rampage i think you have mentioned it yeah on, on a yeah. previous episode yeah yeah so and then after that he's been he's he's had some pretty good jobs like he's done a a Bollywood film. He's he's done choreography, fight works for like loads of sort of uh, 
you know, what you call it, uh, British, British, movie, British gangster films and like action movies. They're like more of the independent stuff. Right. So yeah, it was it was good to catch up with him, and you know, I I met up with him at you know the Resgal, and the ring was still up from six months ago. Nice. <laughs> and then I just looked and I was like, oh, can I run those ropes? And it just oh, it, was, it just felt so good. It was just like it was one of those I had one of those movie moments, you know, like when you see that 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 boxer who hasn't who hasn't boxed in years, and then he looks at the he puts on his gloves for the first time. Yeah. That's why I, that's how it felt. I, I stood in the ring. I was like, oh man, it's been like six six months since I stood in this. And I took a few bumps and I was like, ah, oh, it felt so good. Felt really good. <laughs> I miss it so much. Oh, Have you been man. to any live shows since uh since the pandemic began? No. I mean, like, I know it, it's I mean, currently like Brit Wrestling, I think there's a few play few promotions that are like trying to do something. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's nice but at the same time it's like I don't know I don't, for, for me I don't know if, when you know if it's the right time to to do you know to start doing shows because you know especially with all the stuff that's happened with them um, you know the speak out I think there's still a lot of work needed before you know we can you know start up you know shows again and you know yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the speaking out movement because we'd had a couple of conversations about that before our call and yeah. uh, you mentioned to me that uh, the British wrestling scene in particular was actually coordinating with the government to address yeah. to address speaking out so can you tell me a little bit more about that yeah yeah I mean it, it all came from I mean like again I don't, I don't really focus I don't really watch a lot of news because I try and avoid it but then it wasn't until like you know a few of my friends started posting you know, they, at one of the talks at one of the uh, conferences or uh, they brought it up and uh, they are working on, they're working on a new, you know, on looking after, you know, I think they're, they're looking at taking wrestling seriously because, you know, uh, wrestling was, was pretty carny, you know, it was just like, it was never seen as something, you know, worth looking at. And actually yeah. the last couple of years, you know, we've, um, there has, there has been some, you know, push into making things better like uh, a few promotions have been in talks of equity i don't know if you've heard of equity yeah. which is like yeah yeah with with equity and uh, you know making sure that we're all insured and i i, I mean the last i heard you know we've you had Cara Noir and rio o'reilly they've been the face of it currently you know uh, and working together with with the, the government and stuff so but apart from that i don't really know deep into detail but it's a it's a it's a step in the right direction, and I know like, you know, it's gonna take some time, and uh, you know, a lot of people have that itch now. They want to do stuff. You know, yeah. you can start. I, I'm seeing it now. You know, you're seeing a lot of uh, these the, like shows trying to do. Oh, uh, not even that. I mean, like, yeah, some people you know doing in-house shows. You know, like sort of, you know, closed shows where you know where they can be more creative. I mean, that's good, but. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before things get back to normal, and you know, I, especially with the government not giving too much to the arts. You know, like I miss going to I miss going to like to see bands and going to like you know, you know, like going to concerts and stuff. You know, it's just wow, man. I think it is a step in the right direction that the government's yeah. actually acknowledging wrestling now. The yeah, fact that guys like Karen Noir are going out there and representing the industry, right? Uh, it, it's it's mm. totally a step in the right direction. Before we get to our next question, here's a quick word from our other podcasts. The Beauty Authority Podcast, hosted by Dr. Vicky Bello. Hi, this is Dr. Vicky Bello. And why do I think I'm a beauty authority? Well, I've been in clinical practice of dermatology and cosmetic surgery for the last 30 years. And so what we're trying to do with this podcast is to combine the scientific knowledge and research that we always do with the practical, clinical, everyday experience with patients. So I thought this would be a nice, unique way to share with you knowledge about skincare and beauty, etc. Join me and Katrina Razan, your beauty authorities. Brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. We were talking to Thunder Rosa a couple weeks ago, and she mentioned that 
for her part, she's really doing what she can to call out instances of harassment or misbehavior. So I was wondering if in the British wrestling scene, if Mm -hmm. there have been informal mandates, I guess, among promotions or among veterans or among bookers about how to handle these sorts of incidents. Um, I'm not too sure. I mean, I haven't, I'd say I've kept my ears away from it a little bit because I think, you know, I just, there was a, there was a moment where, you know, when something has hit you so hard, you're not sure if you want to go back. And I, you know, during, yeah. during the pandemic, I'm, I'm pretty sure so it's with a lot of people, you know, then they're not too sure. Like, you know, they, they had to reevaluate what they really want to do in life and you know, all that stuff. And I mean, I'm really hoping, you know, that, um, there's be there, you know, there's something put being put into place, like seriously, because you know, as you know, like when you know when all this stuff started coming out, like for me, I was shocked, and I like like many other of my peers and stuff, it was just a lot to take in. You know, I'm not too, I, I don't know, I don't know too much details, details on that. I mean, I, I only just recently like. Uh, met up with my coach so <laughs> it's uh, I, I've I've really just in terms of the, the Brit rest scene I've 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 kind of not paid attention to it as much I mean you know my big chunk of my interest left during the five months we were in and I was you know a lot of my a lot of my interests and passions you know where I was like you know I'm now working on like two projects film projects so that's what I'm focusing on right now and, you know, just, you know, keeping my fingers crossed that wrestling does come back because, you know, one of the reasons why I did wrestling was to tell stories and like, right. You know, as it, as you can tell, like with Tengu, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a big, massive love letter to like films that I watched. So, but that gone now, like, you know what, like the, the, the real reason why I enjoyed wrestling was telling stories and now that that's gone, you know, what, I'm going to focus on my first love, which is film. So now I'm working on a few few projects and seeing where it goes from there. So yeah. before we hit recording, Chino did have a couple of questions about the Tengu lore. So we might as well just get into that, that to sort of uh, serve as a palate cleanser as well. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you mentioned how it was inspired by uh, the movies that you watched a lot. Of. Yeah. Can you like delve a little bit into the, that inspiration and what drove you to you know put on a mask and wrestle? Okay, so initially. This all started when I was training at the London School of Lucha Libre. And as you know, that this is like, I'd say like this is right before the, the British boom, like when it really started getting really popular. Right. And uh, one of the shows, Lucha Britannia, is like this, uh, this crazy cabaret show, which is like a cross between Lucha Libre and Monty Python. Right. Ama- wow. Amazing shows. If you ever go to it, it's just, it's just, Crazy. You had me at Python. You had me yeah. at Python. Yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's a, a crazy and amazing show. And uh, initially when I was training, that's what I was training for. So, you know, they were, they were trying to think of characters and stuff. So I was like, okay, there's... Um, initially, I had I wanted to do a Filipino gimmick, right? right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went, they were like, oh, no, we're not too sure. Okay, we're... Uh, I don't think that will go down with the crowd and stuff. So they was like, oh, you know what? Okay. So I went home. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come up with like a, a Japanese gimmick, like Tengu, right? And then like, I didn't want it to be like a typical, you know, demon with like, you know, coming in with like all these flair and stuff. So I was just like, I'm going to base him off like, like the Yakuza movies that I would watch or like a, right. a Beat Takeshi. Like he, he, he's like one of my, my right. main inspirations in, in, in film. And then I was like, yeah, you know, so I'm going to base it on like this, this, uh, this Yakuza leader. And like, you know, as I was building it up and actually one of my trainers was like, yeah, you know, I see you coming, coming down and actually, you, you know, like the crazy eight, <laughs> having them come and do your job and stuff. But then, uh, then, you know, I built him up. I did a few shows like trainee shows and then, you know, it was starting to really pick up and then they were like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to give you a, a Filipino gimmick now. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, well, is, uh, that, is that where the Barong came in? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Barong was just a shout to you guys. You know, it's just like it's a little. Uh, you know, obviously, it's it's a, it's a Japanese gimmick. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, even the the last time I came, you know, I came down wearing the Igorot, um scarf. Right. You know the the outfit, and then 
this one was just like you know just um i'm doing a singles and i was like i really wanted to like pay some sort of homage and especially if it was for the phs you know belt and stuff and i was like i was like oh my god i was like okay so we're closing the show and yeah no it was it was fun i mean it was it was definitely uh a good an experience wrestling in a barong <laughs> it's not the most uh <laughs> it's not the most uh you know uh, it's not move, the most forgiving yeah 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 guessing it was very itchy as well yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean Man. so really like in terms of tengu it's it, it it is pretty much that so a lot a lot of like my visuals and how i how i act you know i always i always uh keep you know what my passions were in terms of you know as a as a, uh, a film, a film buff right. and a film fan, it was just like, yeah, you know, like I, I went for the, the Bordeaux burgundy shirt. You know, I, I think I posted mm -hmm. it once on my Instagram about, you know, doing a homage to Odessu from Old Boy because that's like right. one of my, one of my top films, one of my favorite films. Same here, same here. Yes, Park Chan Wook. Oh man, yes. what, what a guy, man. Like, but yeah, it, it's all that. Yeah, that, that's my that's all my main inspirations. And you know, when I when I did the promo for you guys, the um for you know leading up to yeah, my, yeah I have to say that yeah. video was very inspired. That was yeah. just great stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's my eye for it. And actually, when I had recently, I did a um, I did a talk with Cara Noir, and uh, you know, Cara Noir is someone that like uh, character character work is like his character work is just amazing and we got to talk about like you know you know when he was talking about tengu and stuff and yeah uh, i think one of the things that that uh clicks is that like tengu is very character driven and then you know whatever i do has to mean something and you know the way i hold you know the way the way i tackle things it, that there's more the more of an intensity and a, and a bit more like you know I, I try and add a bit of more drama into mm -hmm into my work so yeah is it easier for you to be a wrestler uh who can just switch it off and be a human being after the show because you wrestle under a mask and because tengu is a specific character as opposed to someone like say jdl right so like he yeah, comes yeah. out he's basically him it's his face it's his body right but with yeah. with you uh, your tango when you come out, you've got the mask, and um, I mean, especially here in the Philippines, I don't think a lot of people know uh, what you look like under the mask. So, is it easier for you to step into the character and then step out when the shows are over? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I guess that's one of the 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 pluses of like having a mask, where you can just like you know, <laughs> you can uh, you can blend blend in with uh, with everyone. But you know, I think it's also also a bit a little bit difficult with social media. And you know, I think in wrestling, having having a um, keeping things separate is a lot more harder and difficult. <laughs> you know, even when you're wearing of, a mask. Like I, oh well, yeah, okay, wearing wearing a mask, yeah, okay, yeah. Actually, you are very right. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I, I think maybe because like everyone that I, I I meet and know, they all end up knowing what I look like. But you know, for mm -hmm. I guess for the like. When, when it comes to, I swear, after the shows and stuff, like no one knows who I am. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Like if, if the fans in yeah. London ever figure out that uh, yeah. this Filipino guy is actually. Oh, actually, okay. you know what it is? Yeah. So, so sometimes, it, it, actually, there's a few, there was a few occasions where people knew it was me because I kept my, my, my bun up. Right. Uh, and actually, yeah. And, you know, being a, you know, a British, Asian, you know, well, Filipino and being the only Filipino <laughs> in the building <laughs> that looks like that you know that that could be possibly the only guy in the in the the venue that could be tengu that's a little bit difficult i guess okay there you go. that that's where i was getting at yeah <laughs> it's like every time i'd come out there i think i can't remember that it was at a doa show i mean he did yeah i've met this guy kind of this this guy a couple of times and yeah he, he's been a you know he's he's a good he's a good fan like he's a, he, he likes yeah he appreciates Tengu. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> I think well, I came out once and then he was he wanted to get some stuff signed. And then he looked at me and I was like, he was, I was and then he approached me and he asked, Oh, could you sign this? And I was like, oh man, he knows I'm Tengu. And I realized because <laughs> I'm the only uh Asian. <laughs> trust no, trust me though, it is the, uh it is easier 
than it is than, than you think for them to figure it out <laughs> yeah 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 i mean like experience as well yeah sometimes oh. i like like for instance i think when i uh after like the show with you guys when i after when i did all the you know all the, the fan interaction stuff afterwards you know when i when I'd done everything, I made sure I left and I had my hair down, <laughs> you know, you know I, I always have to keep that intact. You know, I always have to like keep remembering like, oh yeah, if I'm going out, I have to have my hair down so people will be like, because it's the, it's one of the, uh, the def- like the, the features of Tango. Yeah, the whole yeah. Is, uh, It's funny how you mentioned the hair though, because I remember one of your mates, as you guys hmm. say, uh, yeah. was in town the same time as you, but you left ahead of him. And I remember meeting him briefly, care of Camus. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he also had his hair in a bun. So for the longest time, I thought he was Tengu instead of you. Uh, oh, wait. Who was that? I'm just trying to like, think. It was, uh, it was another Filipino Brit. But they were a couple. If I'm not, if I'm yeah, not uh, I think it was one of the dudes that we had uh, Japanese food with. Remember that one rainy afternoon with Camus in Makati? Oh man. Uh, uh yeah, I, I, I know who Chino's referring to. I also right? forget so, his name. Yeah, so so I, I, I can't remember his name, but for the longest time I thought that dude was saying. <laughs> so I'm glad we're clearing this up now. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to have a photo together or something. And we're gonna have to ask Camus. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask Camus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would know. Yeah, he would yeah, know. Yeah. He would know. Yeah, that uh, guy. That, that guy was actually Tengu. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go, just guys. to bring it back to like the local setting, I think our fans are also smart enough to have memorized the faces and the body types of the of the wrestlers, right? So yeah. if let's say they see you unmasked, right, and even if you let your hair down, they'll be like, "Wait a minute, this isn't a familiar face. Maybe he's yeah. Tengu." <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, I guess, and it's it's also because uh, obviously when I'm Tengu, I always keep like a certain posture. As well, yes, that's true. Like, you know, my posture is a certain way, and like, you know, I, I hope that like, well, actually, yeah, that that also disguises who I am. But it's mainly the hair; that's the main thing. <laughs> How do you figure out those things, though? Like the posture and the yeah. the gestures, the movements. Where do you get those from, and how do you think of incorporating that into the mannerisms? Um, well, a huge, massive uh, influence is the uh, Great Muta. So the great Muto and, and um, uh, Shinzaki as well. It's, it, 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 I like, I try and create a presence because even when they're not doing anything, you, 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 you just, you're just sort of in awe. Like you're kind of like, you know, when you, when you see the, uh, the great Muto just stand, even when he's just standing there, you know, right. there, 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 there's some sort of like, you know, you just kind of silent, you just look at him. And, and actually when he, you know, when you see him, when, the minute you start seeing him wrestle, it's, he's very explosive, you know? And I try, you know, I try and not copy or like, you know, I, like I, I try and, well, not, not imitate, but it, it kind of in, influenced my style. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like for instance, uh, my entrance music and my, you know, I try and create a certain environment and feel before I start wrestling. It's it's that, and actually, when I wrestle, I, I I envision myself as a totally different different being, which I, which I which I feel you know the movie does as well. So, are there other? Uh, you mentioned how you're influenced by film, by yeah. the great Luta. Are there other um, sources of influence for you? Like, are there other things you pull from to sort of evolve Tengu as a character? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say I'd say film is a massive part. Because without it, you know, Tengu wouldn't be how he, is, you know, right. wouldn't be how he is. Because it, it's it's not only just like, you know, the feel of him, but it's also the presentation. You know, like sometimes, like when it comes to the pictures that 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 are taken for my entrances, you know, I I I always keep in mind like I need to figure like I need to paint what I want to see in terms of like a the same way you would make a film, you know. Like uh, how how you'd want the scene to play out, right. and like, I mean, apart from that, say, I would say, hmm, hmm, yeah, I haven't thought really too hard about much about that, but definitely, yeah, I'd say definitely film, 
film and then you know guys like uh, the great Muta uh, loads of different style like wrestling styles as well right. you know Lucha Libre Brit Tech obviously uh, training here you know I, I'm a mess oh actually yes actually here you go uh, they'll, they'll, you know when you think uh, was it Silat you know like right. uh, Filipino martial arts right. yeah. um, I have like used a few tricks and uh, bits uh, it's just a shame that I'm not trained in it so I feel like you know if I if, uh, if I was trained I could probably do them a lot better and I right. can you know adapt it so it's a I mean what know, are the odds that there's a select practitioner in the UK I mean there might be you never <laughs> there know. are there are you'd right. be surprised yeah, yeah. <laughs> there might I mean, be a lot of them are yeah. scattered all around the world right yeah they're yeah, all, yeah they're all over now so never know yeah but that yeah there was a there was a lot of uh, mo like I'd say there's a few years where I was just like you know I think I remember having a conversation with JDL I think even before I came to do PWR for the first time and I was like saying you know when I when I thought of like Brit Brit Tech and like you know Lucha Libre and you know, everyone has their like sort of style where they're like where they like oh that you know that that guy's wrestling British style you know I was like you know what like it'd be amazing if someone like a Filipino wrestler you know, who, who, you know, trained in wrestling, you know, pro wrestling, but also trained in silat where you can adapt certain silat movements and silat styles. And uh, I can't remember the word and, and kind of use it with pro wrestling. Cause you know, when you, when you, when you watch these uh, fight scenes, you know, fight scenes heavily use silat, you know, especially right. when it comes to and empty hand, empty hand flow and stuff like that. I'm like, man, imagine you see that in wrestling, you know? But like, do it right. Do it in a way where it works for wrestling. Mm -hmm. It'll be amazing. And you know, it's it's like in my head about, oh man, something like that could develop and it it could be a thing. You know, I mean, you're kind of seeing it now, but you know, with with like spot heavy, you know, indie indie style wrestling. But because it can, yeah, I guess sometimes it can come across like that if if you were to do it. But I'm waffling on now. <laughs> yeah. no, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, We're actually learning good. a lot over here. And yeah. uh, I, I want to ask more questions about, uh, about, about this. I'm sure Gene is also jotting his down. But before we get to that, we'll take a quick break first to hear from our friends from ShopBack. Did you know that you can use ShopBack before you shop and get cash back in over 500 online partner stores? That's right. You can actually download ShopBack using our link, that's app.shopback.com slash wrestling podcast. Again, that is app.shopback.com slash wrestling podcast. You can use our link, register, and get real cash for each and every transaction you make online. Shopback is actually Asia Pacific's number one pre-shopping destination, and it's not your ordinary rewards platform. Shopback users get a portion of your money back when you shop on partner e-stores through Shopback. It's also got over 500 international and local partner e-stores, including Booking.com, Agoda, eBay, AliExpress, Zalora, Nike, Adidas, Citibank, ING, Foodpanda, and so much more that you can choose to shop from, making it the most convenient website to visit for big online sale events. The best part about Shopback is that you get to enjoy exclusive discounts and voucher codes on top of the cashback. You get to double your savings when you shop with Shopback, and the cashback you get is transferable to your bank accounts your Gcash, and to your PayPal, making the redemption process easy and hassle-free. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and download the app and use our link. That's app.shopback.com slash wrestling podcast. Do it and do it right now. All right. So jumping off of that uh, last question about how you're trying to bridge styles from Lucha Libre to British Technical to even a bit of Celeb, is that really, is that difficult to do? To take from so many counterintuitive things and and mix them all up in the ring well you kind of I mean, really you know wrestling now is that you know it's it's you know especially with the internet you know the internet is a is a, a massive tool in this you know you think of uh, uh mixed martial arts or ufc it was like different you know it started off as a platform to see different fighting styles pit against each other now everyone knows every style or you know knows more than three or four styles now wrestling now is pretty much strong style brit tech you know american pro wrestling you know like it's all of that now everyone's doing it in every match you, you especially in uh, you know in the indies and you know when you watch AEW and you know NXT uh, you see it now you you'll see you'll see brit tech you'll see you see you see all of it now and that right. it's just that's the evolution and uh, i guess the whole thing with silat which is some bit like you know 
this is like an idea that I had like five years prior. They're just thinking about it. Like, I just want to, man, imagine there was someone out there who was a, uh, who's a, like a select practitioner who did pro wrestling. And then, you know, sort of put that in a start because, you know, with the internet around, all it takes is for one person to do something unique and different. And then everyone will kind of catch on and then they'll, you know, they'll uh, put it into their start. And, you know, it, it's, it's that domino effect, which is what's yeah. happening now. Everyone's, you look at um, all these, these cool little um, spots, you know, these uh, spot sequences now where they're all quite heavily choreographed even, you know, to the point where it's just like, okay, I think it's gotten to a point now where you can, it, it, people are starting to forget the psychology behind it. It's still really cool though. But, you know, obviously when it first started, it was amazing and it was, it was fresh and it was new, but then you, you have like hundreds of wrestlers now putting this in every single match to the point where it's just like, you've seen it so many times and you kind of, I don't know. <laughs> that, 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 that's just my, uh, my, my opinion, my, my thoughts on that. But yeah, in terms of styles, it, I think it's, we were already there. Nice. Right. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree because, you know, you mentioned how you mix everything up together. I want to jump into a bit of the production side in your end because mm -hmm. I really love what you did with that one uh, JDL video from back in, what was this, last year? Or yeah, 2018. Year? No, 2018. There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was... <laughs> it's, it's been, been a while. Long? Yeah, it's been that long? Yes, it yeah. has. So, yeah. so I want to know what, where you get inspiration from that. Like how does the process start with making such a finely crafted uh, promo for, for, for a program or what? The thing is, I've always had, I've always had these like visions and then like, I'd say like, I probably had 10 different promos in my head that I wanted to put on a, you know, on video right. Right. To, to film. And it really took for, you know, me coming back to you guys to be like, you know what, I need to, you know, get my head out of my ass and do it. You know, and I, I, it was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for, you know, my return to PWR. Because, uh, you know, again, you know, I, I have at the time, you know, I had, I had a, a day job, you know, I had other things, you know, I couldn't really focus everything on wrestling, you know? Yeah. And it, it really just, it, it, it all comes from, it all comes from my, you know, my, my film background, you know, right. I, uh, I watch. I mean, I, I watch a lot <laughs> and, and also when it came to right now, the way when I did that, I did like storyboarding, you know, right. it took me back to when I, you know, when I was a film student right. and I, you know, it felt so good to like, you know, to uh, tell a story again, you know, where I could film. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, I think that's why you and Gina are getting along really well right now because Gina's a film major. Yeah, really? Yes. Oh, yo. Yes. Yeah. You and I, man, you and I, you got, you got this. <laughs> got like wrestlers, got film majors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you could see like a lot of like, you know, when it came to like the compositions of the shots. Yes. You know, a lot of it's like, you know, uh, uh, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, I can totally, I totally get where your homages are coming from now. When, yeah. When you describe them to me because of how you're influenced by all that uh, Japanese grindhouse. Yeah. back in the day and even yeah. with Park Chan Wook. So I don't really get how everything has to be so detailed almost to a point yeah. where you try when you try to ex execute that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I wish I had more opportunity. I mean like I wish I was a bit more like I had more time and I was a bit less lazy because like I felt like I could have <laughs> I could have gone out there and, and filmed a hell of a lot more. Yeah. And uh, I mean I guess that's why now like um you know, I, I, I want to go back into like filming, you know, doing shorts now to see, you know, where I can revisit those, those practices and actually, you know, directing and, you know, doing, doing shorts again, right. the same way that I did uh, the promo. Right. Yeah. The, the, I think for me, there was, you know, a lot of missed opportunities back then where I could like, you know, all my promos, I could have done more promos like that. But as you can see, you know, like when I did that promo, I didn't want it to be, like a typical, well, you know, like a, a traditional uh, wrestling promo, yeah. you know, and like it was the way a on, for short, really. Yeah, yeah. About it. yeah, or like a yeah. movie trailer yeah. or anything. You know, I, I didn't want to shoot it like I wanted to shoot it how 
I, you know, how I envisioned or how I want to, how I want to uh, come across or how, how I want to tackle, you know, taking someone out or like asking someone for a match and that in my head that's like you know what that's how i'm going to do my promos but i know there's you know it's not as simple as you know just putting a camera in front and then just telling i want to have a fight you know <laughs> i'd realize like right yeah yeah it's not just a talking head you know yeah 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 for what it's worth that was really hard working huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was a hard working video yeah. for what it's yeah. worth before we move on let's hear it from the other shows from podcast network asia are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Has anybody in the UK or in the European scene recognized you as Tengu from PWR? Um, you know, or has anybody recognized you for the work you've done here in the Philippines? Yeah, well, isn't I know like a few of the guys. I think uh, when when uh, I've spoken to them, they're like, yeah. I, I think a lot of people when they're researching my my background, you know, they come across the PWR the PWR match, and I, I think people knew about PWR just because I've spoken about you guys a lot. And my and my and my experience with you guys, and uh, yeah, um, I, I, you know, without even saying anything, yeah, most of the time people talk about my my match with in with you guys. Right. I I remember. I think it, if it wasn't earlier this year, it was late last year when Chris Panzer was over there. Uh, right? Yeah, and, uh, you guys got to spend a lot of time together. Oh, man. Uh, that was amazing. Do you have any fun stories from uh, from Panzer's time over in London? Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, one of the best things was actually when we when we first met him and we uh, we took him to his first British pub. Wow! And uh, I remember, so we would take. Was it on a was it on a Sunday? We wanted to take him to have us. No, no, no. It was just like a normal pub lunch. And All right. He had a, he had a bangers and mash, and he really loved bangers and mash. But to us, you know, okay, like, so, hold up. So, what's bangers and mash for the <laughs> Filipino audience? Do you guys, do you guys know what it is? No, it's I know. Sausage, it right? Yeah. It's sausage. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You don't know what it is. No, wow. I, I didn't. So, bangers yeah, is sausage. Yeah. Mashed yeah. potatoes. Mashed potatoes. It's a very, very simple, humble dish. But breakfast we were like, a, you have to have dish. a, <laughs> yeah. Well, breakfast or lunch. But we were like, yeah, have a. It's more like you're gonna have your first fish and chips here. And I, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think he had the bangers mash and he really loved it. And I, afterwards, I heard that he just kept on having bangers and mash throughout his whole, his whole trip. <laughs> and I was like, is, 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 that, is, is that the best? Is that the food that you got out of you know, your time here? Because usually fish and chips is the one. That's like the... Right. Yeah. Or, Dude, when I was there, I had fish and chips that one time and then I had just too much of it that one time and I didn't have it again the rest of the week. Because it's big. It's big, isn't it? Everything yeah. is big outside yeah. the Philippines. And, and, yep. and you got to have proper chips. Did you get the proper chips? Yeah, the, we did. The, the chunky the I chunky think we chips. did have proper yeah. chips. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so since we're talking about British food and uh, the stereotype is fish and chips, what is, what is standard British fare aside from fish and chips? Well, I'd say one of our most prized would be a fry up fry it's, it's, it's very meat and potatoes i would say a very meat and potatoes uh, we, we we're really uh, big on pies like steak yeah. and ale pie you know chicken and mushroom pies you know we, we're yeah i'd say that, that that's typical british fare but if you haven't had a, a sunday roast that's the one that's a you have to have a sunday roast I think what I remember best when it comes to food was going through Borough Market <sighs> and just going on a food trip there uh, for an entire morning. Oh, man. So by lunchtime, I, I was nursing a food baby already. Oh. And I was just ready to get knocked out. Oh, man. I wish I knew you back then because we could have hanged. <laughs> even like... Even yeah, that was, that was 2016. Yeah. That was 2016. So I, I watched a show over there yeah. um, and the guys on that card were Drew McIntyre, yeah. Zack Sabre Jr., yeah. Marty Skrull, uh, uh, Killian Dane. Yeah. So like... Yeah, uh, if I, if I had a wrestling buddy then, yeah, I I would have had uh, an even bigger blast. Yeah. Oh man, well I just remember when uh, when uh, Panther came over, it was just like it was just like you guys were. It was it was just it was just a really good time, man. It's just it, I know he was staying with some friends, so I only saw him 
like when he first came and then during shows and at training. And then we, I think we spent like another, like a, another two days so just, just hanging out. But it was, it was, it was amazing. When he went, I was like, no, come back. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> How did he hang in 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 uh, British training? Like, was he able to if hang? You are the guys to in, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you ever trained at the school, it's it's it's, it's pretty difficult to not get on with everyone because you know I, I think for people that have trained with us, the very first thing you do is have a rave, and that's like the perfect the perfect icebreaker. And I'm pretty sure Panzer can tell you, you know how how much of an experience your first time training there is. So. I'm, Oh no no! I I meant if I meant if he could uh, if if he could hang with the guys in the ring. Oh yes. I guess I, I I'm wondering if our training here in the Philippines equips you well enough well, to survive in the British. Well, scene. you know, he he one one of the um, one of the good tests is that he he stood toe to toe with Malik, <laughs> even though it was a uh, it was a six a six man. He he did amazing. Like you know, I think he was really he was really easy to work with. He. He listened to everyone. Like he did, he did really well. He hung, he hanged with everyone. I mean, he had he had two matches actually because when we had our family friendly show, uh, he was put in a match with who was he against again? It was a it was a oh no, it was another it was it was another six way. Yeah, wasn't he in a battle royale? That's royal? the one battle royale. Yeah, yeah, he was in, he was in a battle yeah, royale. Yeah. And, you know, he had a good showing in that as well. So he got to uh, he got to work with one of the other. Filipino trainees in there. So, yeah. Wait, so you're not the only Pinoy not, anymore not, in the British Not team. anymore, yeah, cuz uh yeah. Yeah, there's 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 another there's another Filipino. So, you'll you'll hear. So, so when the other Filipino came in, was there that like that instant kinship? Oh, Pinoy. Uh, pretty much. 100%. It was uh, it was actually I didn't know. I mean, usually I, my my Pinoy radar is, is pretty good. But uh, I didn't know he was Pinoy until he did a promo. It was a promo class. Then, oh, he probably uh, No, no, he just mentioned like oh, okay, okay. his uh his uh his Pinoy blood and stuff, and I was like, "Hoi, Pinoy, Filipino, Yeah, and then literally we 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 hit it off straight away. So, and actually, what what are the odds that uh Filipino British guys form a Filipino tag team in the UK? Kind of like what TJP and Fala are doing in Impact. Well, he was. If you know, if if you didn't know, you know um, the little faction that I was slowly building up. So he is this the regime or is no? It it's another one. So yeah, you know QB, you know right? The one of the my my little Kitsune Fox <laughs> that 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 accompanies uh-huh. me. So that right before lockdown, another member joined, and he he that's him. Okay. okay. Mm. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> so he's. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go back and look it up. <laughs> yeah, look, look, yeah, look it up. So he's the guy. Actually, he's the guy that helped me uh, take down Panzer <laughs> in the match. I don't know. Uh, did you did you watch the the Tango? I saw clips. I I don't think I was able to get the so, entire. Right video. at the end, this guy comes comes in to try. Yeah, the Filipino guy comes to try and save Panzer, right? Yeah, yeah. But then he turns on him and hits him with the chair. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, this. Yes, yeah. yes. So, so yeah, he's he's Filipino, and uh, I ended up saying, "Yo, do you want to be in my, uh, my my faction, my clan?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be amazing." And there you go. That's uh, yeah. So if if this lockdown was not happening, we would have been having more more tag matches. So there you go. But as as uh, non Filipinos, <laughs> thanks, Ronan. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. As we wind down yeah. here, uh, do, do you have any events coming up? Whether it's an online event or anything that you want our listeners to check out, since you know we are, uh, since you did mention you're pursuing other creative passions as well. Well, uh, you know, definitely this Friday when this episode goes up, definitely give that a listen. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, in terms of wrestling, not doing much. You know, if there's any more opportunities for me to, you know, to to do stuff like this, you know, I can, uh, I'll, I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> um, no events, just, you know, I, I do have some films that, uh, film projects that I'm doing, you know, I'll, which I'll eventually I'll probably post and talk about, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, apart from that, 
just you know everyone stay safe really <laughs> everyone everyone stay alive and then so so we can so you know once all this gets lifted up i could start re posting regular stuff uh, about shows that i'm doing again you know because i want to yeah. come back stronger than ever so where can people follow you on social media yeah, so I'm on, I'm on instagram instagram is probably the main one that i use and then you got my facebook as well uh, i do twitter but you know Twitter's, I don't like Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's the same, right? Tango underscore it PW. Is, yeah, it's the same one. All right. Tango, thank you so much, man, for joining us on the podcast. Ah, oh, we see the pug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to die nice. of cuteness as we end this interview. Thanks for making Thanks, time honey. for us, brother. We appreciate you waking you. up for us, uh, uh, waking up extra you. early for us. <laughs> yeah. you, bro. So I love you guys. I love you guys. It's always a... Uh, <laughs> It's always uh, amazing to see your faces, and actually, you know, every time I, every time I, you know, see you guys do stuff you know, on so social media and seeing, you know, yeah, because I'm a massive, I'm a massive, I'm very passionate about Pinoy wrestling and actually, you know, what you guys are doing. So every time, like, I talk to you guys or I see stuff on the internet, it always like makes me happy. So yeah, that's uh, I get a lot, I get, I get, hey, I get a lot uh, of positive from from <laughs> home. So oh. It fills our hearts knowing that somebody's supporting us from across the pond. So thanks, Thank brother. You, man. We'll catch you again, probably off the record and with uh, with more beers <laughs> than we have right now. Just like none. One hundred percent. Oh man, I love you guys. Thanks again to Tengu for joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So this episode uh, came out a little bit later in the week because uh, we had to adjust his yeah. schedule. He's a busy, busy good. guy. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, but we appreciate any time an international guest makes time for us. And we miss him. We miss him over here as well. So also, I'm glad I got to meet him. Yeah. That's, yeah, you did. Sorry, I cut roll out. But that's no, okay. I am glad I got to meet Tangu, the man behind the mask. So this the real Tangu or the, real the, Tengu, the person you thought the, was Tangu, the guy I thought was Tangu, the bad boy, <laughs> the real Tangu. And then he promised to take me around to, around London and show me the spot. So uh, I'm definitely. Keeping that in mind once all this Rona nonsense ends. Yeah, uh, that's definitely something worth looking forward to. Speaking of things worth looking forward to, uh, we've got our interview with Carlo Pamintuan of ESPN5. That's coming up uh, earlier, early next week. And as always, you've got the live wrestling talk Wednesdays at 7. Follow us on Kumu to catch that. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. Or like the page, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thanks again to Tengu. Thank you to Babyface producer Sola and Babyface producer Nikai for putting these episodes together. Don't forget to use our exclusive Lazada affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Every purchase you make, every successful checkout, and every product delivered to your doorstep gives us a small commission that helps keep the lights on on the podcast and on Podcast Network Asia. On behalf of everybody from PNA and of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much. Another episode in the books. We'll catch you on the next one because we are out of here. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 